<laughs> it was a time period. Yeah, the dude had. Yeah, it was their song. He had a solid flow. Yeah. Oh, is he the dude with the big red hair? Yeah. 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 I wonder how much of he has left. <laughs> is he still carrot top or is he just like straight balding we're getting there i'm getting there yeah right it's the move the struggle, nowadays the struggle is real, man. <laughs> yeah it's a movement actually yeah yeah balding? yeah balding? that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how you know you're really coming to your own <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> hair loss hair loss <laughs> yes long-awaited moment here for myself on yes. the podcast and for us yeah, so i got sharks. the homies in back alley sound hey. jordan shark miles make hey. some noise hey, hey, hey. Uh, say hello to the internet hello interwebs are we looking at that camera you, that's gotta you know be moo <laughs> <laughs> no yeah i mean we met probably about a year ago now probably, yeah. at this point i mean i've known miles like loosely for a while but yeah, i didn't know right. who the hell either of you yeah, two fucking, fucking weirdos, weirdos were <laughs> that's fair. until about a year ago because it was what last june or may or june when there was that thing at karma that place oh, doesn't exist anymore <laughs> Carson. <laughs> yeah 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 that was an interesting time right. yeah yeah crazy and uh yeah now we've been we've been friends ever since i've been yeah, wanting to get yeah. you on the podcast ever yeah. since but uh i didn't really have a good reason to have you on <laughs> fucking lazy and not recording yeah. music or maybe you were recording also it and not bad. releasing it i don't know yeah. we'll get into it <laughs> we're not lazy just busy you're playing a lot of shows you're doing yeah. a lot of things yeah. we're gonna get into all that today from uh playing shows promoting shows curating yeah. a community getting you know people together to solidify a new niche in the scene we're gonna get into all that oh yeah but we should start with long gone which is the single that you finally released you finally yes. get something together and yes. it's one song <laughs> yeah we're those guys it's fine it sounds yeah. great thank good you, job thank you. thank you good job on that yeah we're really proud of that um and it feels good to actually have something out after. was that so is that really just going to be that one song for now? For now. Uh, I wasn't yeah. sure if maybe that was for like now. a single drop right. for a, a bigger project that you had. I mean, done. We, we had two others done, but we're debating on like, do we want to drop them or do we want to just move forward with new stuff and focus on that? You know? Yeah, yeah. I understand. So you do have more stuff. You're just kind of like, yeah, see yeah. our, our, I mean, for us, because we're kind of like a hip hop band is that we, recording as a band is is a lot slower than doing just like the rapper thing where you can just buy beats or even if you produce right. your own it's kind of a quick process you know the, the I, I know you don't thing. have any experience yeah. right. yeah. Yeah. No, I, you know. well no i mean for, for for other people that maybe you know aren't in bands or any rappers that might be listening to this it is definitely a much different yeah. environment yeah. it takes a long time especially if you are in a band where everybody contributes somewhat to yeah. the song it's not mm -hmm. just like one person that writes everything and oh then, yeah right exactly. i feel like it's a pretty even like input with everyone we really write just by jamming yeah you know so we'll start doing something and it'll morph into a jam and then we'll be like oh that's a good idea and right. it turns into a song and so we we have a lot of material we have like too many songs kind of right um yeah we i mean we definitely have like over an album's worth of material um it's just uh 
it's expensive to record as a band and we're all real right. poor. So it's a it's also process. Because <laughs> sometimes there's a song and it's like, yo, this is really cool. But if it doesn't naturally like fit in the set, it's like, oh, that's still a really cool song. But like, yeah. it's not really working with, you know, the overall product right so now. So you know? with back alley sound, you know, uh, and genre wise, like, mm-hmm. You kind of, you know, you you tiptoe between a couple different worlds. Yeah, yeah. And with the songs that you write, I imagine there might be some songs that are good for certain shows, depending on yeah. who you play with and things like that. Although you play with like the same fucking people all the time. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. It, it does, I'm going to pick on you a lot right, just because I sweet. like you. Hell yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but that, um, again, that's another. Uh, another point that I was talking about, about getting like the community of people together that you have, Mm because you are doing all of these events together and we'll get there when we get there. (laughs) But in terms of just songwriting and back alley sound, like how do you consider back alley sound? I guess just a hip hop band. Is that the easiest way to put it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck to call Sykes and the new violence. It's like you flirt with genres, but it's always like working towards a goal. And I guess if our overall goal is to go somewhere, it would be in the vein of hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like jazz influenced, but like nobody's like, we're not jazz musicians by any means, but you know, just more lo-fi and chilled out. I feel like in 2019, there's like music with instruments and music without instruments. Those are the two genres. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's actually really So it's like, what kind of music do you play the kind with instruments all right, <laughs> right figure it out <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean we that's been a struggle for us for a long time like we've called it alt hop we've called it riff hop we've called right. it full band and nobody hip-hop. knows what the fuck any of that is i know right. exactly like, so it's like why which is it, kind of fun in a way yeah like, to put it out as full like, band you know, hip-hop is that like wu-tang clan? Right, right. <laughs> like, 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 we originally were like branding it as dinosaur hop rock and they were like no, uh, okay, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, you can, can only get away with that if people actually care about what right, you're doing. Right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's definitely facts. I definitely think that like not being able to like define the like genre exactly is what has also been like a contributing factor to our like song writing. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It helps a lot whenever like you don't have a box or a label because you can kind of just bring any idea to the table and it's not like, oh, well, that's, you know, that's not heavy enough for us or that's right. not chill enough for us. It's like, whatever, we are what we are. So if we come up with something, it's us. Yeah. And that's tight. Right. Yeah, that's a really good point. Like, uh, we've written a lot and, you know, looking back, sometimes we're like, well, that's like not hip hop enough. And that's really we we do want to move more in the hip hop direction, okay, um, and yeah. still be able to pull from like the jazz and the rock and the right. funk and like um, all the different influences we have. But um, I imagine that, that can be kind of a hard struggle because that was something that was hard for Sykes mm-hmm. with wanting to move more in a hip hop direction, coming from such a strong rack rock background right but having like an appreciation for hip-hop but like when i started making music all the music i was listening to it's like a rock background so it's always been in there which isn't like a bad thing as far as i'm concerned no no but it's like i do get tired of people saying like I remind them of like Limp Bizkit and Rage Against right, the Machine. Right. <laughs> Nothing know, wrong yeah. with either of those bands, yeah. but it's just like that's like not where I'm coming right, from. Right, it's just so weird. You know. 
But uh, as soon as I feel like if there's a guitar and somebody rapping, that's like immediately right, you're going like, to get that. Oh man, that's Limbiscuit sure. or that's, you know, you know, whatever they can try to classify it as. And I think we had a, we had, when we initially started out, we did have a tough transition period for mm-hmm. like six months because, you know, it came out of the situation where most of the people in the band were playing like Arctic monkeys kind of stuff. So like trying to dive into hip hop and we had, very little experience so in it what, outside of listening to what it. What made the like what made you guys want to start back alley oh, sound or dude, like oh, like go in that direction? Story. I do love how that worked out. <laughs> um so I was in a band for a, a while that did all right and toured and had fun and then we got towards the end of uh playing. Like we were kind of like okay, like it's we're we're done. And um we still had like a bunch of shows booked and there came a situation where our singer and our drummer we're like, there's no way we can make this show. And it was for the first uh, Indie Rock Fest. And my good friend, Matt Majada, I looked at him and I was like, dude, we're like, we have this show booked. Like, we've been playing long enough. Why don't we make something fun in a situation where we're not exactly having fun? Like, let's go jam. Like, you're telling me we can't, like, put this together in, like, a few days and just go have fun. So, you know, he had been talking about Shark forever. So we're like, let's just go jam and have him freestyle over it. And we played a show and we got through it. It was cool, but it was dudes playing hard rock over like shark spitting. And then we had a show literally the next week, another one that was booked. And the drummer who played the first show was like, I can't make it. And also like, I also don't think I can uh, do this in the future. And I called like seven or eight drummers, like everybody I knew and do everybody was like, dude, I have a gig, dude, I have a gig, like everything. And I'm like, fuck dude. It's like, two days away and I was like, I knew Jordan and I was really always trying to get him to play drums with like any project that was in. And he was always like, man, I'm, you know, I'm busy. And then I was like, yo, you want to fill in for this show in two days? And you showed up what, like an hour before the show and jammed with us. And you were like, I got it. Yeah, it it was crazy. I think, (laughs) I think, um, (laughs) I got it. I I walked into the practice space and met Shark for the first time at like 6 p.m. And then I think we played at like 10 that night. And it was just, you know, this is it. Let's throw it together. We did it. And at that point, I actually like didn't, I stopped playing drums. Um, I just wanted to be a singer actually. So I like, I took a few years to just learn how to sing. And I was like, you know what? Like I had already said yes to a similar situation to someone else. I was like, you know what? I'm like, I'm already doing that. I might as well do this too. Um, Jumped in the room. You know, we practiced. We went and played the show. Good old Smiley Moose. And then, uh, you know, we were sitting at the bar afterwards and I was like, this is actually kind of cool. Like, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll like kind of see where things go. And that, that surprised me like no other. Cause you right. know, Majot and I were drinking at the bar and we're like, okay, man, this is fun. Like, but what are we going to do? Right. And literally in that moment, Jordan walked up and he was like, <clears throat> he was like, yeah, man, we should keep doing this. And I was like, man, dude, I've been trying to get him involved for like three years. And now <laughs> yeah. starting, starting yeah. from scratch, like mm-hmm. literally he was like, yeah, I want to, I want to do this. And that yeah. was like, that was a cool point. Yeah. It just made sense. It, it all just kind of fell together. And then, and then I think what really hammered it in after that is from that point on, but that was in like September maybe. Yeah. Um, from September to like January or February, we practiced every single day. Like Christmas, New Year's, Thanksgiving. We were yeah. there like every day. We worked a lot because everyone saw it. We were like, yo, this actually could be really cool. Like everyone here is talented. Um, and so we just put it together. And I think that, 
that is like the reason that we're even here, you know, because we all jumped in with a work ethic and a lot of pieces of the puzzle really fit together from the top. So it was cool. It's a weird story. No, that's awesome. <laughs> that's fucking, that's a really cool story. So, you know, moving forward, obviously getting into, okay, so now you're playing shows. Who the fuck are you going to play shows with? Right. Yeah. And yeah. then it really feels like you guys, maybe my assumption outsider is mm-hmm. like, Hey, we have this thing. We don't know who to play with, or maybe we don't necessarily want to play with other bands or do like weird ticket shows and shit like that. Right. Let's just start yeah. up our own thing. Is yeah. that like, kind of what it was definitely and we were kind of in a weird situation where like i was booking shows for a promoter and every week he'd be like well you're running this show but um also two bands dropped off the bill you want to play and i was like sure and like we got (laughs) to play with some great local bands but we definitely came through that process of like you know we'd be on the bill with like really heavy metal bands or like experimental (laughs) rock bands and it was great man because like we knew we were like doing all right when people would still like not walk out the door the second like we started ha- like playing, trying to play hip hop and we we're like, Oh, this is cool. But like, you, you know, you, you, f- you kind of find like, you know, mixed genre shows are great, but sometimes you know, it just doesn't, you know, it just doesn't work. You can't mix too much. Right. Yeah. Like you can, like you can mix like steak and mashed potatoes right. and some veggies, mm-hmm. but you can't put fucking like a, a scoop of vanilla ice cream next yeah. to exactly. your ranch dressing. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to, <laughs> Be mindful of what <laughs> right. you're mixing together. And we definitely had a couple shows like because we like right out the gate, like we had a show like every week, like once we got yeah. like going, like mm-hmm. I don't think we had a weekend off for like, like six months or yeah. something. You know, that makes a lot of sense because I feel like whenever I saw Back Alley Sound pop up, it seemed like there was already so much going on and it felt like it was out of nowhere. Yeah. So I was like, like, what the fuck? Is this? <laughs> and then I remember whenever I saw you, I was like, they're super tight. Like it just seemed like you had been playing for a while. Like it felt like you'd been playing for a couple years, but you know, yeah. you'd probably only been playing for a few months at that point yeah, when probably, I saw you. Yeah. yeah. And that's just nuts. But really obviously a, a testament to if you put in that time, like you're practicing every day for a couple months. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're, pra- if you practice for fucking, 60 days in a row there's some bands that don't practice 60 days in a year (laughs) right and it can really show it definitely shows but i mean it's also i mean not everybody has the ability to be able to do that so it's awesome that you all have that ability and you're just fucking taking advantage of it instead of fucking off we did at that point in time yeah yeah we we can't we can't try to pretend like we practice every day (laughs) yeah it's far from that but you know we try to have someone in the room working pretty much every day. Yeah. You know, um, me and Miles jam a lot. Um, and we're, you know, we're in other bands together. So we, we try and have someone in the room, even if it's like just Shark working with Christian on yeah. keys or something like that. Like we want to try and have someone doing something every day. And, you, and yeah. pretty much like we usually have at least two people together. Yeah. Every, day, every little, every little bit like that helps. And yeah. I think it's good yeah. to have everybody in the band consistently communicating with each other. So everybody's on the same page in terms of things they want to do or ideas they have. It's really like easy to get disconnected from the people that you're in a band with. And whenever that happens, it like it Mm. affects everything. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's it's tough to synthesize that initial like excitement when you're like in the very beginning and you're like, Oh, this is fun. And then over time it's like, yeah, this is still fun. This is awesome. And I love all of you, but like, Maybe I don't want to hang out with you today. You know, yeah. well, it's you like know, a, it's, it's like a, it's like a relationship, right? You right. know, 
So, so you get like different experiences like Christian sometimes we'll sit down. It's a lot of Jordan and I, or sometimes shark and I will sit down and it's like, cool. We got this little like 10 second thing out of, you know, just hanging out Yeah, and it became something cool down the line. Yeah. You're definitely right though. It's, it's things lose momentum inevitably, like especially at the beginning of this year and coming out of uh, 2018, we just, we did so much last year um, between back alley sound and, um, through River Circus, like the production thing that we have going on, um, that we were kind of burnt out and didn't know how to deal with that a little bit, um, yeah. which is a really, it's, I feel like everyone probably goes through it who is a band for a period of time, but it's a, it's an interesting experience to try and like, no, you had momentum right now you don't and you should. So how do you get that back? Right. But cause you have to do something different. You can't do what you were and, doing. And it's scary sometimes because like when you have that momentum and you're burned out, um, you're like, dude, we got to keep doing this. We got to keep right. doing this. And then you take a step back and you're like, yo, if it's, if the product is there and it's going well, like you don't have to beat yourself into the ground. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. people will still appreciate if you take two weeks off or a couple right. of weeks off before, yeah. you know, stuff. Most people are too busy to even notice that you're not around. Yeah. yeah exactly. Right. 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 <laughs> like, We're right. sitting here micromanaging, looking down a microscope, oh, yeah. you know, but like, I think that's that how it feels for stuff that I've done the thing that always seems to kill the momentum is like my expectations getting out of check. Mm. Yeah. Like you mm-hmm. mentioned at mm-hmm. the beginning of the project, there's no expectations. You're just going yeah. for it. Fuck it. But then inevitably yeah. the business creeps its way into the party. And then like all of these <laughs> expectations. And start it, wasn't, to, it wasn't invited, man. Yeah, <laughs> no, but it wasn't, but it, it's like an unfortunate thing that needs to be there in order yeah. for it to become sustainable at some point. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, even so, even for a party, somebody has to buy the beer. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like there needs to be money or something to keep the party afloat. Yeah, yeah. So, but like those expectations and you know turnouts of shows, events of shows, taking time off work, like all those things start to add up once it starts building, and it's really hard to manage all that. Yeah. But uh, I don't know, keeping your expectations in check kind of help reevaluate everything. Yeah, in terms yeah, of like definitely. Agree. What's realistic, and like you can yeah. micromanage that to a point of like. Uh, Joey from Gray Walker. I remember there was once it was like the beginning of 2018. He was like talking about like, I looked over my work schedule, my vacation days and stuff I have going on and I can play this many shows, this many days like this is like had it all fucking figured out. But at the same time, it's like, well, I guess it's good to know that. I mean, I I, I would take that any day over the person who's like, oh, sorry, man, I can't make it last minute. But that's that's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it always blows my mind when people commit to things, but don't, mm-hmm. they're not actually committed. They just like, right. they're like, yes, people to whatever. And then yeah. a couple days before the show, like, oh, sorry, I got to work. Right, like, right. Are you yeah. fucking serious? We've had this thing booked for three months. Dude. But, I mean, sometimes shit happens with people's jobs. Like, yeah. yeah, sometimes people have jobs where they don't necessarily have the most control over their work schedule. Right. But and most of the time I can just tell when somebody's bullshitting me right. and like, yeah. you know, you know, goddamn well, it's like. <laughs> They're not right. a surgeon or something and, like that. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Think, things are going to come up, you know, obviously like, you know, if something there's an emergency or it's like, Oh man, I'm really sorry. I can't make it. Like I feel really bad, but like, yeah, you can definitely tell when it's like, Oh man, like couldn't make it, man. My bad. Like, and you've been, like you said, you've been planning it out for months or even yeah. if it's just like, Hey, I need you to fill in for this. And it's three weeks beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like, and you commit to that. And then you're like, Oh no. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I don't know. I think I'll, it's, from promoting shows for 
as long as I have. And even doing this podcast, just trying to get people to come over here. Right. I mean, a lot of people blow me off. It happens. Really? A yeah. lot of a lot of day of blow offs. It it just happens. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's happened so much to a point now when I know when somebody's genuine or somebody's just completely full of shit. Right. <laughs> when they're blowing yeah. me off. And like I, I'm very like okay, it's whatever. Right. Yeah. If I, if I feel like it's genuine, I'll reach out and try to work with them again. If I feel like right. it's bullshit, I'm like oh, okay, that's cool. Right. And then I just don't yeah, go out of my right. way for them anymore. Right. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's part of just the industry though. Yeah. You're working with people. Musicians are probably like the flakiest people ever. Um, yeah. It's, it's always hard. And you get it in every genre, man. It's not yeah, even a specific really thing. Do. Like for a while, I kind of thought like, man, there's a lot of hip hop artists that, you know, without using any names, I'm like, oh man, they're talking this big game and nothing's really going on. But you see it in everything. Like, yeah. Like every genre of music, people that are just, you know, just kind of people are just flaky in general. Yeah, 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 exactly. Humans are just yeah, not not perfect. Which I, to be honest with you, I'm kind of okay with that. It like it sucks when you're working directly with it, but from from just like a an industry success point, it's just like, well, hey man, if you're not, I'm gonna do it. Like right, I'm, I'm right. gonna work. Yeah. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna play the shows. Right. But if you don't want to, that's cool. Like, yeah. get out of my way. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah, I'll I'll take any opportunity that you yeah. don't want to take. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And that's the thing is, somebody's always going to be hungry. You know, so like, if you're ever like, if if that's the way you're carrying yourself, somebody is going to be there and be like, dude, <laughs> are you I'm, leaving them I'm, hors d'oeuvres over there? Right. Yeah. Like, you're just you're just letting that go. Yeah, man, I'm going to take that slot. Uh huh. Right. Know, like, it's cool to see that because you watch some artists, especially mm-hmm. in the city we live in, that they're like, yo, okay, man, you get you called me an hour before the show. I'm going to drop everything and I'm going to show up and I'm going to perform and I'm right. going to sell it, you know? Yeah. Like, I love seeing that shit. Now, with Back Alley Sound and Three River Circus, I suppose, more specifically, um, mm-hmm. let's talk a bit about that because I don't know 100% the origins of Three River Circus. Is that something that, like, was that started by y'all or was there like other people um, like i don't know 100%. it started out uh, anybody want to chime in on the beginning of this uh, so the whole idea of it was that um me and matt who is our old bass player were having a conversation about how uh their old band like how it just like it really brought a lot of people together and like it just like like through like shows or hangouts and, and it was just really interesting to like like a bird's eye view of like all those connections and like from like just a band and then that kind of like morphed into let's like make like a short film just about it and then like it's like well like why are we like recapping on it instead of like capitalizing on like how that brought us all together and then we're like like just like we all kind of brought something to the table outside of music so we were like let's just like kind of have it play off each other in a way yeah, so it became just like a collective utilizing right. yeah. everybody's talents very, regardless of music at the very base of it like I remember just looking at it and being like, yeah, this is really cool. Like we're going to try to utilize the situation where we're like, Oh, we're going to have stand up in our house on Thursday nights. And just like any weird thing we could do. Like we filmed videos in our backyard that like we never used for anything, but like it was just cool to be like, you know, organically 
just being like, we don't know what the fuck we're doing, but like, let's just give everybody a chance. And then mm-hmm. the people started stepping up and more and more opportunities came out of it. And then we were like, okay, let's put, let's put shows together. We're like, you know, like Jordan put an event together at the Rex and he's yeah. like, let's have a cereal bar. Let's have people playing N64 during game, like during shows and stuff. And it's like yeah. just random yeah. stuff that like, we're like, you know what, dude, like it's awesome to run shows and it's cool to like get musicians together, but what's going to make it stand out? Yeah. You know, like what's going to be like, Oh, you see an event and you're like, that's cool. I'm going to go to that. Like, mm-hmm. because I want to eat frosted flakes while I watch a fucking band sure, play, right, you know, right. like whatever. Yeah. And the TRC three river circus has like, it's pivoted a lot. You yeah. know, it was going to be, yeah. Like you said, it was going to be just like a documentary video originally. And then it turned us into us having meetings every week. And then from there it was like, well, we're, you know, let's do YouTube videos. And then it turned into, well, let's do shows because like, why wouldn't we? We're all musicians here um, and artists. We have a lot of people and you know, we have art, we have yeah. musicians, yeah. we have video, we have photos. It's re- like, we've been calling it an artist collective um, that just kind of does whatever it can. It's right. turned into a lot of event planning. Um, but yeah, it's, it's weird. It's just kind of, it's just an opportunity for everyone that we fuck with that like, um and and is fucking with it that is putting in the time it's like you get out what you put in that's like been a motto since day one right it's just an opportunity for us to be like that's a cool idea i like that i'll support you yeah you know what i mean um you know that show that miles was talking about um that we did at the rex like i couldn't have done that without everyone else you know what i mean and same with everything else we've done it's like you know we just want to see each other succeed and that's been a really big goal is like putting on people other than just ourselves you know what i mean um our friends around us our creative friends around us um and and then alternatively like we really want to see pittsburgh do well we want to see like if if we can set up a show and get those people we don't play with normally to to jump on and like start getting their selves into the scene um you know we love pittsburgh and like that's just what we want to see be successful that's what I was going to talk about with, you know, curating the community that I suppose would be the, the three river circus community. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, moving the conversation into like the, the paranoia of the community becoming a bubble or yeah. a click. Right. Is that anything that oh, you ever worry yeah, about? Totally, Most definitely. Man. Absolutely. Yeah. We, yeah, we've been trying to break out of that. And like, honestly, like I wanted to kind of, touch on this with you for a long time because you know like you've been in the scene for a very long time and you know like back in like 2009 and like those kind of days there were clicks with bands and then like it would be only you'd see the same bands on every bill with every genre and then you know there started being like it started breaking away from that and now it's like it's so close to being like it's like really free and bands are like really open to stuff, but then you start seeing it fall back into the same things that it was, you know, a decade ago. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, that, that can't exist. Like yeah, everybody's th- just got to work together. I think it's hard though. I mean, like as a promoter, clicks might inevitably happen just because you have a, a base of people that you can depend on. Yeah. Totally. And if you're putting right. something together, you just mm-hmm. want to, you want to hang out with your friends. You want right. to be around people you can count on, you know, it's going to be tight. Yeah. But right. then like over time I always worry about like 
what's the outsider perception of that? Like, right. is it, does it become uninviting right. to right. a thing? Do like, Oh, this is only get out one day a week to go see a show. Do they want to stay the same five bands or do you want to take a risk and like, be like, well, we tried something and it didn't work. You know, yeah. it's, it's tough, man. You know, cause you know, if you put certain bands together, they have the same friends, they've been to the same events and they're like, totally, I'm going to go see X, Y, and Z. Yeah. You know, cause every time I see them, it's great, you know, but you can't do that every week. Yeah. We, we, I mean, we just released long gone, uh, like what, two weeks ago or so. And, um, you know, for the release show that we had, we were like, well, we could use the same people that we always do, but like, maybe we shouldn't because that exactly, we don't want to be just held around the same people. So we invited, you know, we had Sierra sellers out. Um, oh. we had my favorite color, um, and we played with summer camp a lot and they kind of jumped on last minute. Um, but yeah, that, and we, what was that? They're the homies. Yeah. They're the, the homies, their record sure. is amazing. Yeah. They're yeah. yeah definitely listen to the summer Sanely camp. Good. Um, <laughs> they're, they're, they're a fun group of gentlemen. Right. Yeah. They're on the show several episodes <laughs> that's a, that's ago. A, yeah, if you haven't listened to it, check it out. It was, it was good. Yeah. I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Although Harrison wore that uh, Vegas Knights jersey, you know, so. Ooh. <laughs> Super beat. Sports. <laughs> yeah. No, sports. they're good dudes, man. And they, they work really hard. They do. They definitely do. But yeah, it's like I, I feel you. And I, I think we probably have like from the outside been like that bubble. We've had that like little click going on. So um, I picked on you for it a little bit ago. Right. 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 I know. I was there. Right. But, <laughs> but yeah, and I, I do the same shit though. Right. It's, right. Like, it's, 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 I don't feel like I book enough shows right. for it to like be as obvious, but I do right. catch myself doing it. When I like right. think about having a show, it's like, I think you do a good job. You they're do, the yeah, first, you do. Definitely. They're, they're you absolutely. Up. Like you put uh, Spish on your uh, release show. And to me, yeah. it was out of left field. Like that's, they're amazing. Don't get me wrong. But like, yeah. I was really surprised. I was like, oh, cool. Okay. Like, yeah awesome yeah that's definitely um it's a hard thing man because like what you said earlier when you can rely on someone you're like i know they're going to show up on time i know that they're going to bring people um i know i'm going to have a good time with them i know they're going to put on a good performance um and And they're going to do everything else outside of an actual show right Right. which is huge all the promotion they're going to promote it they're going to do funny videos about it but it's funny how that creeps back in like without even if you have the intention of we're not going to fall into a bubble, it starts naturally happening and it's like, yeah. oh, shit. Like, the <laughs> other problem too that I've noticed is outside of the bands, like just people that come to shows, people will just come to hang out. If you book a show that's too diverse or you're bringing in people that your friends don't know, they might not come because they don't right. give mm-hmm. a shit about learning about new bands. They're going right. to see you. Right. Yeah, and like, see, so like, if you have a, you know, sometimes if you have that that right lineup with you and your friends' bands, and yeah. always bring out people, right? That's sick. You can right. have a good night, right? Because how many shows do you go to where you see like, even if a band did great and they got like fifty people to their set or you know whatever number, like they show up and see their friends' band and they leave, yeah. And that's been like the oldest problem since the you know, yeah, the dawn one. of everything. It's really hard. I remember uh, I played with a friend of mine one time. And uh, he had brought a bunch of people out to the show, and I was playing after him. And as soon as he got done, he ran up to me. He's like, "Get your shit on stage and start playing immediately, because yeah. everybody's gonna leave if you're not if you don't make noise. If you start right. making noise, <laughs> give people at least the opportunity to maybe. But if you 
even spend that 15 minutes to just try yeah. to change over. It's right. not going to fucking are like, happen. I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. I'm going to go get a drink. And I'm going to close yeah. the tab and we're going to yeah. go to the next bar. Oh yeah. Like yeah. you're outside of the fucking moose smoking a cigarette and you look down and you're like, Oh yeah. Sal sounds good right now. It's game over. I think, I think a big, I think a key factor in preventing those types of things from happening um, and booking those new bands that you don't normally play with is you have to go out and actually see them. Like you have to go and support the scene, which is hard because we, you know, we play shows a lot, you play shows a lot, and then we're busy with a million other things. Um, and so it can be hard to actually go to shows oh, yeah, just right. to enjoy it. You know, you're writing, you're working on promotion mm-hmm. stuff, you're just working on work, keeping right. a roof over your yeah, head type right. shit. You maybe you have a significant other and you know, you gotta right. go to the movies with them or do whatever, you know, that right, kind of cute right. stuff. You gotta, yeah. you gotta juggle all these <laughs> right, things. Right. It's like, if you can go see those other artists and scope them out for a minute, you can be like, yo, yeah. Sierra Sellers is crazy. Right. Like she's so good. Oh, like dude, you should come out and see her. It. Like yeah. we're going to, we're, you know, she's going to be on this show. Like you should definitely check them out. Cause right. then all those friends you have that know you're going to put on a good show. You can be like, yo, yeah. we're playing, but like this person's really good. Like this other person that's playing with us. So yeah, I feel like, like that's something with gray Walker. We've been really fortunate in being able to get um, a fan base that trusts us. Mm. So whenever we're having bands that play with us, like I think people know that yeah. like we're not going to have bullshit bands playing yeah. with us. So that it's come out to the show because you know we're putting together something right. nice. It's not yeah. going to be half-assed. Right. Hell yeah! Yo, uh, by the way, congrats because uh, uh, for your set with Gray Walker at Millvale last night, oh. I caught the end of it and oh, nice. like. That was fire. Cool. Y'all killed it. You were like channeling demons while you screamed up there. And I was like, dude, this is exactly what I wanted. So yeah, yeah no, it was really dope. Everyone was about it. So we had a really fun Props. time. The whole yeah. community center was like a mosh pit. It was yeah, it was right. it was huge. I saw some videos from it from last night. I was like, whoa, it was fucking <laughs> yeah. pretty intense. That was cool. That's probably like the craziest that room's ever been. Period. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's the craziest it ever will be. It felt like so high school to like play in the community center. <laughs> again right. it was sick though like it was cool. teen oasis uh-huh. yeah. Right. yeah i loved it though yeah. it was super tight <laughs> but um you know back on the event shit i think that you know what it really comes down to is making sure you're putting together an event that people are going to want to come out to mm-hmm. yeah i've mm-hmm. been talking about this a lot on the show recently and yeah. how bands sometimes are promoters like they book shows for themselves and they're not thinking so right. much about the people that are coming out. And that's really what it's True. all about. And you're selling an experience, man. Yeah. Like, I think that was our initial goal with TRC was like, how can we make sure that even if you go smoke a cigarette or something like you want to be involved, even if there's 15 minute changeovers and it takes t- way too long and we're pulling our hair out over like, well, let's get this going. We like, give how, people how, a reason to stay. How there. can we keep people in yeah. the door and be yeah. like, I'm not bored. Yeah, you that, know, because you got like a 10 second attention span of like, you can open your phone and be like, oh man, my buddy just sent me a snap. Let's let's go down the street and do this. <laughs> my like, fuck buddy. My yeah, right, right. Sick. That's got a picture of a butthole. I'm out. <laughs> right, right, exactly. You know, but that's my tune. But that's a tough. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, no, it's true though. It's real man. life though. Like, yeah. There's buttholes everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 
Bro. Oh my god. Oh my <laughs> yep. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. Yeah, man. Syphilis is real, you know? It's all that. Uh, it got real dark now. <laughs> Another thing though, um, that I've noticed that TRC has been really good at with events and planning is use of I'll air quote alternative venues. Yeah. Not necessarily yeah. the most common spaces where you would see mm-hmm. a show. Yeah. Which I think in some aspects can be super inviting for people that don't normally go out to shows. But at the same time, it can be really hard for people that are used to going out to shows to be like, what the fuck is that place? Right, right, right. Yeah, I think part of that is like, you know, I've been saying it for a minute. Pittsburgh's definitely on like a renaissance kick. Like we have had really awesome stuff come out of this city in the past, um, art and music wise. And it's like really heavy right now. We have so many good bands, so many good musicians, good rappers, good artists. Um, the creative scene in general is like really big, but we don't necessarily have all the venues for it. Totally. And, yeah. um, but the thing is like anything can be a venue, you know? I mean, and we're starting to see a lot more places who don't normally have music start to just, Oh, we have a corner that's open. Like we said, <laughs> right. Like literally we have a building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like we could do something. Um, and, uh, and that is kind of the fun too. Like, you, you know, you can have a really cool fun time in a place you normally wouldn't, you know? I think like things like Millville music fest yeah. are a testament to that. Prime, like yeah. you see all those, I mean, some of those places are music venues, but a lot of the places like the community center don't typically host yeah. music mm-hmm. Elk, and would Elk's it lodge and all that stuff. Would like it the, be that unreasonable for them yeah. to like have something there once or twice a month and, you know, yeah they could probably charge like three or 400 bucks for the room. Right. You know, they're not using the space like here, right. take that extra $400 check. Like nobody's going to destroy your shit. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What's cool though, is when we're in a, a prime time where they haven't caught onto that yet. And we're yeah. still like no rental fee. Cool. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, like, yeah. I couldn't yeah. believe like uh, what is it? The Elks Lodge that uh, Deutschtown uses mm-hmm. like the last time, I played there. There was like 250 people and I talked to the owner and he was like, dude, we never have shows. And it was cool to see like, they kind of like perked up and they were like, okay, we're going to have like, even if it's once every couple months, like they started holding shows and I'm like, cool, man. Yeah, like, that's we, did, dope. we did that gray Walker video game tournament there. Oh yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. 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 It's a great space. That was tight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's that kind of thing. I mean, that's it. Like, when you start coupling things that aren't necessarily like a show, like honestly, I'm going to be real in the past, like, you know, eight years, 10 years, like if you're going to shows, a lot of times boring as hell. Yeah. Like you see a band and they might even be good, but it's like they play their set, they switch over, they play their set, they switch over, they play their set. You stand there and you're like, cool, cool. That was good. Cool. And it's just like, you know, you're competing with a lot of stuff, man. You're competing with Netflix. You're competing yeah. with phones. Oh, damn. It should the feel bar. Like nail like, on the head, yeah. Yeah. No, I feel like going to a show shouldn't feel like you're going to somebody's band practice. Right. Right. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, it, exactly. should, it should be a show. It doesn't have right. to be, like, a fucking spectacle. But yeah. right. there's just nuances of things that where you can, mm-hmm. you know, I think a lot of it has to do with, like, First off, where are you having it? And then using the space to your fullest advantage. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, there's a reason why I don't book shows at places like Goose Keys yeah. or the Rock Room. Right, like, yeah. I have nothing. Like, I great go- place, I've yeah. gone to shows at those places. Yeah. I've gone to great shows at those places. But for what I do and my crowd of people, not interested. Right. I can't. Right. There's nothing in the world that I could possibly do to make those types of spaces inviting 
for my yeah. my crew. Right. right. But the bands that maybe typically play those spaces might have a hard time doing something at like the fun house at Mr. Small's where right. I could fucking kill it there if right. I were to put something together there. Yeah. So it's just utilizing yeah like thinking about you know <laughs> thinking about the venue before you book it mm-hmm. thinking about your crowd what you can put on there and then just not dropping the ball just right yeah putting in a little bit of extra effort Cause it's like why not that's the fun of it but maybe for some people that's not it like how many bands have you played with that show up late leave early <sighs> yeah. you know bring like they put like you know one fucking sticker on the table like this is our merch yeah. and like it's, <laughs> right, it's right, fine right. like i you know but like oh, it's shit. like if you're if you're not gonna be there to like at least try to interact with some of the bands say hi hang out and like right. make some new fans why are you even bothering to load all your right, gear up in the right, car right. and drive across town and yeah. waste your day doing this yeah. and it's not what do you think you're gonna get out of you. it even if you if it's just one other person in your band if somebody's just running a laptop running tracks or you're a full band like you know just care a little bit you yeah. know just like yeah you're, I think it, I think you're an entertainer i think yeah. it shows without necessarily being like like vocal yeah i think it shows when bands are like that and i think Definitely. it, yeah. it it rubs people the wrong way. Yeah. The audience might not be conscious of it, but they know. Right. Yeah, they know something. It's something you can feel even if you can't put your finger on it. And like then on top of that, you have ego <clears throat> that comes into play where it's like there are people that are just acting entitled and they're like, mm-hmm. oh man, I'm not, you know, I don't even know how to put it. But like you yeah. see people come in and they don't care. They didn't promote the show. And they come in acting entitled like they're they're owed something. And then they complain about it. And then they leave as soon as their (laughs) set's over. And then they complain like that show sucked. You know, there's there's been a few events that we've done without using any names, like where people show up for their set and then they leave. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, well, wait, man, we like really put some work into this, like, and we want you to be involved. Like, come come hang out with us, dude. Yeah, right. You know, but then they're like, Yeah, no. Yeah. You just can't like fake a genuine presence like you have to be in that set you have to be in that crowd and like people can tell when like you're just there or if you're like actually there like like it's just this like like unnatural thing where like you can just like you can tell or it's a very natural thing it's like human (laughs) nature at its core that's why like i know there are a lot of people that are into just like taking whatever gig they can but like I'm the total opposite. It's like if somebody asks me for a show, it's like okay, I want to know like where it is and who's all playing. Yeah, right. because if it's with like people I don't like, I don't want to play the show. Right. <laughs> like I, it's like, and it's not even like a thing where it's like oh, I don't want to be around people I don't like because I'm better <laughs> right. than them. It's just like no, because I'm if I'm playing a show, I want to show up early. I want to hang right. out. I want to talk with everybody. I want to be a part of the event from start to finish. Right. That's and it. if it's a bunch of people I don't like, there's no reason for me to do that to right. myself. That's right. also a sign of experience man because when you're hungry like you will like eventually learn the lesson of like if you get put in situations you don't want to be in you're like oh man we shouldn't do this and like one of the things is like you should always be professional and always conduct yourself as such but like this one of the best lessons is like um i don't know uh, for some reason pearl jam stuck out to me is when they learned when to say no because for the longest time they were like yes 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 and then they found themselves in situations where they were like we shouldn't be here you know, and it's like you got to know when to say no and when it's the right opportunity. You know, yeah. What's interesting is I think you have to go through 
the dichotomy of both, you have to start out and kind of take every opportunity you can because you need to just play a lot. Unless you really have the perfect idea of what you're supposed to be, where you're supposed to be, and you know exactly. You have it all figured out, which really no one does at the very beginning of like their musical career does anybody um, really know what they're doing yeah right at any point like, uh, you know you have to you have to cut your teeth a little bit and just play a lot and i think we went through that but then we were like all right we need to like take a step back know what we're getting into and that a lot of that was when we really started to curate our own events mm-hmm. um and make sure that we we knew what was going to happen um but yeah, there does there does become a point where you're just like, dude, this is not really worth my time. You know what I mean? If I'm not getting any gain out of it, you know, I sometimes we don't get paid. Sometimes we do get paid. But if we don't get paid, that we were gonna we got to get something else out of it. You know, it's got to be a good crowd or maybe some networking connection, whatever it is. Like, or even if we're just hanging out and supporting someone else that we really dig. Like, yeah. there's there's a lot of different reasons it could be a good gig, but. Right. You know, you really do have to know when to say no. That's that's a really good. Point. Even yesterday was nice. Like we didn't perform yesterday, but Which was like great, we hung out for like five or six hours and we yeah. talked to you. You see every person you've ever yeah. met, yeah, right, you know, at Melville, like, yeah, totally. And the great. networking, it was like yeah. we were cracking up. We're like, dude, we're not performing, and it's so nice because we got the opportunity. Like, because we're not worried about setting Gear, our stuff up, yeah. oh, setting yeah. up the merch table. That's like, why I'm not playing Deutschtown this year. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a great nice. opportunity because then you're like you're not stressed out and you can actually like focus on your hang goal out. Yeah, and dude. just hang Hell out. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it was it two years ago. I we I did all of it. It was like we did Millvale, Deutschtown, Rant, right? Like, right. like, huh. uh, like there was so much like so many of those like chaotic parking too much chaos yeah, events yeah, going yeah. on they it, put they put 150 bands on a bill that probably fit like 85 uh-huh, you right. know, and- super exhausting <laughs> <laughs> so you know let's we've talked a lot about shows curating the community the bubbles at a click is it not doesn't matter whatever okay but you know we're, we've we've gone to the show let's just say we've we've played the show it was a good night Let's talk about the real shit. Damn. Where does Back Alley Sound go for some food after a gig? Uh, <laughs> Dose. We all disagree on that. But Dose, oh, Dose, Dose you. is awesome. Yes. Dose and Southside. Uh, <laughs> it's like my staple for every moment, whether it's after the show. I just woke up. Uh, I had plus, it plus two hours ago. There. Yeah, every yeah, the people that work at Dose are really the reason. I mean, I love their food. It's literally like my favorite tacos, period. Um, but the people there are really awesome, so that makes a big difference. We That's are, my vote. Uh, uh, Southside scum. <laughs> uh, yeah, shouts to Dose, Benny's. Yeah, Yo, Benny Mike Fieros. and Tony's man, come on, Mike, let's be real Mike and Tony's it. definitely. Nate Dean's. Am I the only one in the room who Pipers. eats fucking gyros? Oh, definitely <laughs> like, Pipers. Pipers Pub is chip. awesome. Pub yeah, chip pu- shop. Uh, yeah, chip's huge. Man, Burger King is right there too, man. If you want to be fast about it, <laughs> bro. <laughs> All right, you got me on those spicy nuggets. Uh, so I can't yeah, really you say anything. You, they're real cheap. Yeah, so <laughs> if you're poor, it's <laughs> damn. Yeah, no, there's a lot of good stuff in Southside. Yeah. Definitely those ones, like Dose, Benny's, Pub Chip. Um, those are kind of my staples. That's yeah. Also, like, so. yeah. I'm not gonna like completely discredit Sal's, man. You leave D's at, f- you know, right, three o'clock right. in the morning. You can still get Sal's. Yeah. 
It keeps you alive. The only way South is <laughs> good is if you are on another planet in one way or another. That's the only right. way. Yep. You ever right, eat South sober? <laughs> <laughs> no. I Never in my life. I have not. Yes, actually. The, the, the <laughs> yeah. one and only time I've had South was oh, so wow. Then yeah. you're, you're ruined from the start. Like. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like, yeah. It's like uh, eating salad sober is like waking up next to something you didn't expect. You know what I mean? Like it is just yeah. rough, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. It is real rough, right, but it keeps sure. you alive. Yeah, right, yeah, exactly. no, yeah, no, no hate, no hate. Yeah. What about uh, uh, any? Cambodian people. I have. I know. Well, I've been I know, trying to go there. I everybody likes South. Yet. You're all South Side, and I know that's a big South Side spot. It, so I love um, like that type of food, like Cambodian, and like you know any anything like that. But I theirs is really sweet, and I like don't eat a lot of sugar, so it's not really my jam. All right. Yeah. That's a really respectable opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I mean, I've eaten there a lot. Yeah, so, fair enough. You know, I've Tight. had my night there. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I've found my other stables. Like uh-huh. Right. It's <laughs> also like a lot of stuff is just really not realistically affordable to like consistently eat. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of the places we're talking about are locally owned and like you can go in there with – Eight bucks, right? Yeah, right. we get it, Burger right. King. We get it. Oh, 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 shit. I came back. All right. Now I'm gonna start drinking Lion's Head. <laughs> no, no. But trust like you know, like you know, you yeah. go to Nakama or anything like that, right, or like right. any no, that's place. Some, that's some bougie shit. I, yeah, yeah, you know, like, and I yeah. love sushi. That's great, but like, I don't want to spend thirty five dollars eating fucking yeah. sushi. Oh hell yeah, know? yeah. Again, we're the South Side scum, right. so like, like, we don't have money. Weeks worth of Nakama is like two guitar pedals, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Exactly. That's so so you get it, man. Hell yeah, yeah. dude. You want, you want some fucking sushi or some clean delay? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the struggle uh, is real, man. I've eaten a lot of Gecko, too. Gecko's really come out of the cut as like a solid... Uh, you yeah, know. that one on 18th is horse shit, though. Yeah, right. no, you, you gotta, gotta go to... Down. You gotta, you gotta go to the Gecko. But I do wait like like 20 minutes for a cold brew every time right yeah, yeah. there it's not great that's some patience man Trash. 20 minutes yeah that's dedication i need bro. it you dude. literally could walk they're probably, to walk, a they're probably walking shop. down it's the on starbucks and bringing it back <laughs> come on yeah oh god starbucks yeah the mega get-go is the way to go yeah. plus they have booze so right. and they're nice their staff is pretty friendly yeah they're pretty nice <laughs> they're not pissed off all the fucking time like, yeah well, they don't get robbed like twice a week. Right. <laughs> Realistically. <laughs> Fair enough. I've seen that 18th Street gecko get <laughs> shut down so many times because I'm right. me, so. Now, <laughs> moving on. All right. If back alley sound was a food item on a restaurant menu, oh. what would it be? I have I have an answer for you, but I want to hear <laughs> I want to hear. What you oh, think man. the bat what back alley sound in food form trash is. heap. <laughs> Something gross for sure. Damn. Uh I am gonna say a grilled cheese with a cigarette in it <laughs> damn i was going yeah. for something way more introspective, but uh, I don't even want to answer after that. that. That's yeah, perfect. Grilled cheese. Real plain and gross. Wow. I was like, my goal was like to be a glaze. Like you can put it over something and it just fits, you know, but apparently we're fucking. (laughs) Not even a meal. (laughs) Just a glaze. Right. We're just, that's all we are. (laughs) We're a really solid 
<laughs> marinade. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. Tender as shit. <laughs> I don't know. I'd say like a really shitty burger. Yeah. With all the toppings, but damn, they suck. Overcooked and there's a pierogi on top, you know? Just yeah. For, just because we're from yeah. Pittsburgh. <laughs> Yeah, There's some know. fries on there too, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I could I could see this wasn't my original answer, but I could see you being like a real over the top like Permanis type sandwich. <laughs> I could see that. All right. I could see that. My Is original answer was just gonna be like like a um kind of like something to the equivalent of one of those like KFC bowls that just has like all that <laughs> shit. <in it. laughs> but like and it's like it's like real good. Yeah, you know, it's like uh, easily accessible and just really good. Right, We're, okay. we turn into what's the what's the sandwich that's it doesn't have a bun? The KFC, oh, oh, the double just, down, the, KFC, just, the double down. We're just too much, and we'll give you a heart attack, man. <laughs> you're gonna die, but you know what? Like, you know, you're. Uh, right. I'm I don't think you're man. too much. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. We're just trash. We're just trash. <laughs> so now, bringing it back to music and creativity, mm-hmm. we had mentioned with. Three River Circus, that that was something to bring together people of all different creative backgrounds. But with you three in particular, do you have any creative outlets outside of guitar or writing or drums or vocals? Because you mentioned that you yeah. took some time to do some. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the um, way to put it. I don't know. I'm trying to get more into art. Like before I ever played music, I was really into art. And then I started playing drums. What kind of art? Like drawing. 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 Um, I used to be really into like graffiti and tagging and stuff like that. I was never really good at it, but it's like something. Police are watching right now. Oh, right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's real easy to be into graffiti before you're 18. Right. 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 (laughs) For real. Uh Byron, if you're listening right now, you know, (laughs) take notes. (laughs) Um, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I, within the past, like probably month, I've been trying to get back into like art and drawing. Um, actually he kind of got me back onto it cause he was talking about it and <laughs> I, I had a really, uh, con- convincing speech about how like <laughs> we should draw in our spare time because like you got to get better at stuff. And he was like, hell yeah. And I haven't even started. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah that's um yeah i've been trying to jump more into that just because and and see we were talking about this is i personally have the like flaw that anytime i have like some creative thing that is like you know you can build your skill at any creative venture and you know get good at it i have the habit of trying to be like all right and then i'm gonna like sell it i'm gonna like (laughs) make it a business and shit because that's just like how i'm hardwired and then he kind of like made me realize like, dude, you just got to do it for yourself. Like if you don't, if you're not just enjoying it for you, yeah. Like, yeah. you're never going to get to that point. First uh-huh. of all, but right. like what even, yeah, you just got to enjoy it. So that's kind of what I've been on. I've been trying to just like relax. That's I'm- relatable. I feel like now it's second nature for me to like try to find a way to somehow monetize everything right. in my life. And like, right. I'm fully aware that it's bullshit. <laughs> when I think about like when I was the happiest being creative, it was before I fucking knew anybody. Right. Like, like right. I didn't know I wasn't playing shows all the fucking time. I didn't mm. have like, I wasn't paying attention to my fucking Google analytics right. and all this right. fucking right. horse shit. You know yeah. what I mean? I was just a fucking, yeah. I was just, you know, some fucking 19 year old. Right. I just right. fucking drew. And I made some beats, and it's yeah. awesome. And I played. And we hung out, hung out with my friends on the weekend, and you know we go fucking right. 
paint under a bridge and then right. make a shitty rap song and that was it <laughs> right? that was tight like nobody yeah. else cared but us but yeah. that was the fucking best right yep. and now it's all like you know i totally totally feel that how's this gonna yeah. fit into my Instagram right exactly story? Man. <laughs> sometimes you look back and you're like oh man that was so pure and you're like oh right. that was dumb as shit but it was fucking great like uh-huh. that's yeah. like the highest you ever like feel and then you, know, you start mic- micromanaging things but you also still have little moments of like this show went well or yeah. this thing was like perfect like right. you got that little spark back and it's just enough to get you through like the next six days <laughs> you know, like, yeah i think the best and worst thing that happened to me is 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 learning about like how music is a business mm-hmm. because oh, totally. i was like oh shit. behind the curtains the worst dude right yeah. because i mean you understand now it's like wow this actually is a realistic like lifestyle like my seventh grade teachers were wrong because they literally sat me down. They're like, "It's not a. You shouldn't do right. this." I, like, I can make just as much money as you, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Yeah. See, that's what you they don't make that me. much. <laughs> yeah, fuck you guys. Um, but then, but then that happens. You everything becomes like, well, how can I make money on it? It's like, dude, can you just? I want to just enjoy something. That's like, that's kind of the yeah. kick I'm on. I need to learn how to enjoy shit. Right. Yeah. But what do you guys? Do you guys have? Yeah, what about, do you guys do anything? You, you do anything outside of writing? Dope grimes. Uh, (laughs) I like uh, design and layout a lot. I like dabble in like photography and like videography and like a lot of like Photoshop stuff. I do like a handful of our flyers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, he kind of a lot more graphic and digital based stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cannot draw to save. (laughs) 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 Horrible. It's been a giant hindrance. Maybe you should start working on that, bud. (laughs) Right, (laughs) (laughs) like you inspired me to do. It's like wild with me. Is like, I mean, drawing was the first like real major creative outlet that I had. Yeah, and I still draw from time to time. But my biggest issue now is that. I don't know what I want to draw for real. Yeah. Like I feel that like the, the most like it's like, and if I do draw something, it's always just something really absurd. <laughs> like the fucking, the Mona, the T-Rex Mona Lisa thing over there. Yeah. yeah. That's insane though. That is beautiful. Well, that was an idea. What's and wrong I had, with being absurd though? And, and there's nothing wrong with being absurd, but it's like my brain just doesn't go in that place anymore. Right. You know what I mean? I'm always thinking so, I don't want to say I'm like thinking serious all the time, but it's just like when I think about like, what am I going to draw? I don't have any ideas. And then it just logically, then there's just nothing there. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's like, I could make the time for it easily. And I feel like it's still like something I could do, but I just don't know what the fuck to do. I've been on this kick where whenever I pick up a notepad and a pen, I've been just trying to uh, draw the shapes that I see, like beer can cylinder shape and make things 3d and as realistic as possible. um, Just geometrical. yeah (laughs) but there's a beauty in that man especially like you know if you work a nine to five and then you're in the music industry so many things are structured like i think it's really cool when people are like this is my one chance to like not follow any rules just do whatever comes to mind and you can like you can try something and maybe it works maybe it doesn't maybe you get it maybe your friends don't fucking get it but who the fuck cares man yeah i feel like it's just it's like you know i want to have something to say and like whereas like in like visual art i don't have it anymore but with like music it's like i can't shut the fuck up so that's just why i like (laughs) pursue that so much more than the visual stuff but the visual Mm -hmm. stuff it's like it's still there it's still in my bones it's just i just need an idea but i mean obviously i still do like graphic design stuff for like anything that's like 
music related. Yeah. Right. But right, it's right. so rare for me to just like create a piece of visual art that has nothing to do with anything that's like Sykes related. Yeah. Right, something right. that's just there to yeah. exist. Yeah. yeah doesn't absolutely. happen. But yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the difficulty of just trying to do something to enjoy it. It's like, how do you not do something that's just going to further? Because you're the same way. Like, you just want to further what you're doing. Like, right. you want to make moves forward. But and that, in a way, becomes like a double-edged sword. Like, yeah, you want to always be working forward and working on your product and doing everything you can to like craft it. But at the same time, like, if you're making art just to enjoy it, like that's beautiful. Pure things come out of that. But like, yeah. then you get in your head, you're like, oh well, this isn't doing anything. Like, this is yeah. just, you know, that's just your head going sideways and that's where art is beautiful but like it's like oh this isn't helping because i have an event to promote or something like that you know like or it's not reaching my goals for a really long time i struggled with that significantly like i couldn't sit down to watch a movie and this is coming from somebody that i was the key manager at a blockbuster video for a couple years i loved movies (laughs) super in the film super in the tv i mean i'm sure you couldn't tell yeah obviously (laughs) um but like I got so focused on the 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 drive to right. uh better my career or whatever that I just wasn't making time for all the stuff anymore. Right. And then a few years later I realized that like as terrible as it sounds that extra effort really didn't make any difference. It doesn't. Right. right. It doesn't. Like it, it it it's just I'm just stressing my, it's like the majority of the time I'm just stressing, I'm spending it actually stressing myself out and not doing anything right. productive. <laughs> yeah. I, you I, know, I like feel it's, that, bro. Right. it's I like, would, I'm yeah. only productive when it's like this natural thing. So it's like, you know, now I'm allowing myself to start enjoying things right. again. I finally started watching game of Thrones. <laughs> I never watched an I episode. You were against game of Thrones. I, I was never, I've never been against game of okay, Thrones. Well, no, just, you said you never watched an episode. I never watched so an just, episode just because I was in that mindset. Like yeah. I can't do anything. Totally. But I'll tell you this. I started Game of Thrones two weeks ago. Yeah. I'm on the fourth episode of season six. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Damn, bro. And a lot. I've been doing just as much as I do anyways. <laughs> yeah, Snaps. see, that's, that's the wild thing. Like, <laughs> like, you, you can totally like right. do all this stuff. I'm just not like right. – I don't know. As I feel like I was just like – all the time that I'm spending telling myself I can't do things. Right. Mm-hmm. I think I realized that maybe I've just been like staring at a wall for hours at a time, just completely blacked out. Right. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know what I've right. been doing with my time, and but that's, that's the wild thing about it, man. Is like, is that like taking an hour to watch anything on Netflix or anything like, you know, whatever you want to do to like relax. Like sometimes it feels like, Oh man, I'm not working on my goal. So fuck this shit. Like fucking yeah. whatever. But like, that little extra effort, like I feel like if you just relax and your sanity is a little more in check, like, and you're like, oh man, I'm not going completely crazy right yeah, now. Like right. you'll be more productive in the like 60 to percent, 70% of the time where you're working on something mm-hmm. as opposed to just go, 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 go. And just like go, go off the rails and like just be like, man, I'm not getting anything out of this. And I don't feel great about myself, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like if if I'm not if I'm not happy how can anybody around me mm-hmm. be happy? Yeah. Yeah. And if the people around me aren't happy, why are they going to give a shit about anything that I'm doing creatively? Right. Yeah. You know, Definitely like true. 
it's like nice. you could put up a you could put up a front to some extent of being like totally miserable and then like convincing people that you're not, but that's right. that's no way We're to live your life. Yeah. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's no way to live your life. It's right, true. right. Yeah, no, I I feel you there. I mean, I feel like um I'm coming out of that phase. I feel like the beginning of this band, um, I was really that person, and these guys will definitely tell you, like I was always super stressed about things because I was I never let myself relax. I was always always either at work or I was doing stuff to to make things like move forward, and it just stressed me out yeah. all the time. And now I'm finally like, wow, like life can be pretty cool if you just like <laughs> chill for a minute and you can still get everything done. Yeah, yeah, you can. If yeah, time if management. If you're productive about your time, yeah, time management. Like, yeah. I feel. <laughs> I feel like it's really funny. You maybe can relate. Maybe you can relate with this too, but I feel like you in particular can probably relate with this where it's like, like somehow like one shitty night or like two hours of a bad night somehow changed the course of our lives for like a year. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to walk out right now. <laughs> like just like one stupid yeah. little thing yeah. to just, yeah. you know, and then like all of a sudden you start like, you're hyper focused on that. Like I don't right. want that to happen yeah, again. That happens. Right. That definitely happens. That's a wild. Yeah. <laughs> You've probably seen that on my face at shows. Before. Right. Yeah, man. That like, <laughs> I I have a hard time of once I'm stressed out, like taking that stuff back. That's why I like talking to you. Yeah, that's no. And, and honestly, I think that's a really cool thing that we as like a hip hop band, I feel like we have like this advantage over just rappers because like these dudes keep me in check. You know what I mean? Because I have the things that I'm good at, but that is not one of them. If I'm stressed out, like everyone knows it. Right. You know what I mean? And Miles <laughs> is like, dude, oh, same. why are you stressed right. out? Like, it's going to be fine. And it's like my and favorite like, thing in the world because no. I'm always internally stressed. And I do my best not to show it, but I definitely show it all the fucking time. But like, You do better than I do. I like when Jordan is stressed People see it on my out. Face and I'm like, hey, buddy, fast. I love you. Everything's okay. <laughs> and I'm just and like, running ev- no. events gets fucking stressful. You know that. Oh, yeah. 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 It, it's... Uh, it's but like being able it's so it's like i lack the strength to take the step back and realize that yeah. i'm being stressed about just a bunch of adults with instruments in a room <laughs> <laughs> like grown like, we're wild. not doing you know what i mean like grown fucking adults like i'm like, man, I'm, like, like- I'm like fucking like you know, freaked out to the max, like, like, yeah. like, like, like somebody on a level of like somebody I love is in the hospital or something like that. Right. But no, it's like, <laughs> Oh, you know, the bass player for whatever fucking oh band God. is late and it's going to throw my right. whole event oh, on right. five minutes. Shit. And now yeah. I'm and like that shit fucking sucks. off yeah. the rails. That yeah. shit sucks. Like, I don't know, like after stressing for so long, I try to look at it as like, what's the worst fucking thing that could happen? Like at the end of the day, if you know, you don't want to disappoint people, but like in a, if an event falls through, you know, people go home, they're going to go to the bar. They're going to still live their lives. Like, and you want to give them like everything and you want to put on a beautiful event and it's easier said than done. But like, (laughs) what's the worst that's going to happen, man? You know, the, the the worst thing that can happen would be nobody's fault, but yours. Like if you were to fucking freak out and make it a spectacle, (laughs) people will remember that. But (laughs) if you just have some fucking event, that's a bomb or something goes wrong, just, Take a step back from it. Everybody will fucking forget about it's it. People yeah. are still going to yeah. go to work on Monday. You <laughs> yeah. know, man. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. It's not going to. It's a blip. Like, yeah, it's a yeah. Blip. You don't want yeah. people to be like, oh, the event was all right, but man, Miles is a fucking psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> you don't I need mean, that. they they knew that long beforehand, <laughs> but you know, Miles killed a guy. <laughs> <laughs> it was the he, sound guy. <laughs> uh, stabbed a man in the heart. <laughs> but we didn't chat about 
you miles and oh, anything man, that you do outside man, yeah. of your you know your six string oh, man. silkiness um, lion's head yeah lion's head um <laughs> i've been trying to personally bridge the gap between like how being in a hip-hop band like you, you see other hip-hop bands that are using laptops and running samples and i love how they come up with that um i'm just trying to like work into samples and put layers together like I just bought that Boss 505. It's like a tabletop looper. Yeah. And I've been having a blast being able to like put the shit that's in my head. That Is that the I thing that that like Mark Rylbolt dude uses? Do you know what I'm talking I'm about? Sure, yeah. It's yeah. got the like big play the button. Big, yeah. 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 Sort of, yeah. Yep. And it's got like. It's it like that nerdy dude with the glasses. And yeah. Like, <laughs> that, like funky dance stuff. It blew my mind <laughs> yeah. that it has like 30 minutes of memory. So like you can make a loop for like ever. And just go nuts. So like, I'm, That's tight. you know, I'm just trying to have fun with that. Cause coming as a guitar player who was trying to stumble into like making drum tracks and stuff, like I just want to see what I can like come up with and maybe play a little less guitar, yeah. you know, kind of be cool. Like you, you know, <laughs> Hey, we're all humans, <laughs> 10 fingers, 10 toes. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess, I mean, Maybe not everybody, but if you don't, that's okay, too. That's okay, too. Um, You didn't know Shark has seven toes. I could show you. (laughs) I think I've heard about this before. Yeah? It's a... uh, It is not divided how you think it is. You've just got your pinky toe. <laughs> on one side. I'm full of uh, surprises. Don't take your shit off, please. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, that's awesome that you're getting into the looping though. Yeah. Try it, man. You know, it's fun. I think I think that's been um I-, I feel like for back alley sound as like us as musicians, because a lot of us we're coming from like rock backgrounds, you know. Right. Shark yeah. is I feel like Shark's the one who like really holds it down with like a hardcore hip hop background. Yeah. But like what we've played has always been rock. I was in a metal band before I right. was in this. And it's like a really cool part is like um, retaining the creative process. We get to try new stuff. We get to do things we've never done before. So the gear becomes like a really big inspiration. Right. You know what I mean? Like I've watched him upgrade his setup. I've changed like my setup very drastically. Um, and like, you know, all the new toys you can kind of yeah. get into. And-, and like for me, it's like the most innocent, like how you talk about like, how little things that would happen like when you're 19 like stupid things that come up like you have that little spark and like restarting over in a genre that like Mm -hmm. you know i'm not going to pretend like i know dick about hip-hop like i love listening to it and i love doing research and but it's like you know when you listen to punk or you listen to whatever you may be into you do that for long enough and like, yeah, you might have an encyclopedic knowledge of that genre, but like coming into a new thing after playing music for so long is fucking beautiful. Totally. Yeah. And I really think fun. like even like having an encyclopedic be encyclopedic. <laughs> what is that word? Encyclopedic. Encyclopedic. Encycl- Encyclopedic. <laughs> that sounds like a disease, bro. <laughs> and we all have having it. a well, established knowledge of something still doesn't mean you know what you're talking about right true. so right. it's yeah. like Dude, you can argue about punk rock till you're fucking blue yeah. in the face you know but yeah what's punk rock you know but i don't know i i get very excited insane clown posse's punk rock 
right. shit, yeah. You were, you were the... <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's that's going on. That's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Juggalos. Maybe life. not traditionally. Right. But but who's to say what the fuck punk uh, rock Socially. Is, yeah, yeah. Socially. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I think that they're very punk rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those guys make money, dude. We, yeah. we play... Which maybe isn't very <laughs> punk rock, but... No. <laughs> <laughs> no. We we played Rex like the day after they were there, and we were talking to the staff, and they're like, "One, we it took us like the entire night to clean the fago off the walls, <laughs> which was crazy." But they're like, "Dude, they made like forty grand in merch sales because people were buying. They oh, have yeah. like football jerseys and hockey jerseys, and everyone was buying like five. Which you can't crazy. you can't shit on that. Like you know, you like, can't. But like, even if you damn. don't understand where a market is going, like yeah. it's There's- like hey." They've done a couple interviews recently that are really cool. Really? If you're super interested in just like a, how to be sustainable and curate a crowd as like a DIY artist. Yeah. Like they're really, really smart fucking dudes. Oh, yeah. And I mean, uh, it's worth listening to those if you're curious. Um, they're on YouTube. If you have a hard time taking the face paint seriously, just like right. listen to the audio. <laughs> Don't watch it. But uh, yeah, I, I, I think that they're uh, – yeah, they're they're on some other shit in yeah. terms of their their business sense. Yeah, they they're, know what they're doing, which is they pretty. Also cool. have longevity, which you have to respect. Like same with like you know, a little bit Slipknot. Right. How long have they been going? And right. they've adapted in so many ways, and I love that fucking band. But some people look at like you the know mask. what the fuck is this? Man? Yeah. Like, you know, there's like a lot of power in being able to be a band for so long. Like ICP was talking about this, where it's like they have like they've been around to the point they've had like people that started coming to shows when they were kids that have had kids yeah, that brought their kids to shows. Right. And now their kids have had kids and they're bringing their babies to shows. Right. Damn. Yeah. And it just like sticks within yeah. and that's the huge, generation. And like at that point you can't even argue, even if you don't agree with the product, like that longevity is like huge. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like it's success. like, cool, man. That's awesome. That's an experience that really is not fabricated over like, any other act like who the hell is a band for it ain't happening years? for we the kings i can tell you that much <laughs> <laughs> right, we still gotta, yo, circle back i wish let's circle back man i really oh want to know if we're coming dude, for if you dude still has hair i'm gonna feel better about life but he's if he's if he's got a spider web t- tattoo on the top of his head man i'm gonna know like you know uh. <laughs> life was a little rough for him man <laughs> Hard left turn. (laughs) 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 So, you know, kind of making some closing statements here on the episode. What can I expect as a fan of Back Alley Sound in the next like four to six months? What are you working on? Any big projects or is it just kind of in the middle of a figuring it out moment now? Like you have been since you started. We got to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That's so sick. Um, <laughs> no, but for real, what I'm do you guys think? now. <laughs> oh, well, man. now we're going to go to the spot and rethink our fucking lives. No. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> we are, uh, Filming a music video in June. Tight. So we have that on uh, the books. Guess which song it's for. 
Um, surprise um and then uh we're definitely trying to put out uh something else at the end of the summer early fall like whether that's uh another single in ep and then an album shortly after hopefully like hopefully it could be an album at the end of the summer who knows right but it won't be. It won't be. <laughs> hey, you know, it could be. It could be. It won't be. It could be. Full disclosure, it took us about three years to get modern modesty together. So <laughs> trust me, I know how it's long great. it yeah, takes to get shit together. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. hard. But I'm too underdressed for this party. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh shit. But uh, I'm glad to hear that you're working on new stuff. I definitely look forward to hearing more of it. I mean, I've seen you live enough to know that you do have the material. It's yeah. just a matter of Yeah. I don't know, I guess get in the studio and cranking right. it out. Right? Really? It's paying for it. Right. We're poor as fuck. We're broke. So if you feel yeah, like donating, um, <laughs> yeah. to the shark. Do you, like, do you do you self demo at all? Um, Any stuff? ish like we have like phone recordings that's, that's but the that's the goal moving have, like, forward is we're we're currently like with kawana sour and um sam who plays bass for us like we're working towards the goal of like kind of recording how um i don't know if you listen to Starfucker, but like they do all their albums where they demo everything and then they record drums professionally and that's it and they that's how they put out their records yeah and that's yeah. kind of um yeah, our goal. We got We we're just trying to streamline it. Right. We just didn't have the means to record very well. Yeah. Totally. Um, but we're kind of now coming into uh, a lot more ease of 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 use of equipment. So yeah, Hopefully. yeah. I I've been um interested in like I've been tracking like a lot of live demo stuff for Greywalker and stuff, and I've been interested in just tracking stuff with bands to do it. So if you yeah. guys would ever be interested in just hell tracking yeah, something just to yeah. do it just to see definitely. what happens yeah. 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 i don't i don't For it's, sure. there's it's not a monetary thing it'd more or less just be like a hey let's fucking hang out yeah i'll bring my stuff over yeah and yeah. i don't know if it sounds cool cool right. yeah if not then we all learn something right <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah yeah we're definitely into that cool 100 yeah, percent. let's do a it. thumbs up what's up Tits up. Tits up. Tits way up. Is there any, uh, any big shows? come? I don't actually have no idea when this is going to be released, but any big <laughs> shows over the summer? Um, um, yes. Uh, we always play, so yes. yes. Okay, um, but nothing ab- like exceptionally uh, big? Um, Young will be... Uh, oh, wait, can we announce that yet? Yeah. Are we allowed, uh, to? We're allowed to announce that? I don't think they have yet. I think they've... Yeah, management's going to be pissed. They <laughs> announced a date. Uh, I don't think. They, I don't wait, think hold they on one second. We are on it. You guys argue about that. I think I can actually tell you what date I'll be uploading this. Oh, okay, all right. So let's well, keep oh, arguing yeah. then. Yeah, just keep I arguing. Don't, I don't think they okay. released because there's nothing rabble, we rabble, love rabble. more than arguing. Rabble, so. rabble, 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 rabble. peas and carrots, peas and carrots. Yo, Akira was a great anime. I, I feel really like it's the yeah. Fine, Akira right? was really good. It's in a month and a half. <sighs> yeah, we're good. Well, if they haven't released all right, it, so this isn't going to be. This is not going to be uploaded until June seventeenth. Oh, so, my, oh well, that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. No. Okay, yeah. Okay. yeah so, All right. It's, so it's like a month from today. So uh, June twenty second. <laughs> <laughs> Come out, man. This, this week, weekend's gonna this be week. fun. Saturday. <laughs> not this in week. Pittsburgh. We're in Youngstown at <laughs> the Block Party, which is a a festival that uh, reviving real and band creative and. Bear Cave, I think that's right. I'm so sorry if it's wrong. Uh, they all uh, put it on. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So that's 
Youngstown's yeah. music scene is sick. Yeah, yeah that's what that's man. what we've been hearing. Yeah, we want to get that. over there really bad. Yeah, but but other than that, yeah, we'll. I mean, we play in Pittsburgh all the time, so right. you know, just keep your eyes peeled. Keep your eyes on the prize. Yeah. And where can people find prize. you on the internet if they care? Um, um, at Back Alley they, Sound. If yeah. they care, they wherever. Can text me. All us. <laughs> <laughs> like, cool, all us. Social media is at Back Alley Sound. Uh, long Gone is on Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, Pancamp, YouTube, Napster. Ooh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I, Dude, MySpace. I swear, MySpace. I don't. I do not think it's on beat MySpace. Well, we don't matter but, if we're not on MySpace. <laughs> Total facts. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Word. Word. <laughs> I want to thank you all for coming over. Thank Jordan. You. Shark. Miles. Back alley sound. A quick fuck you to the two fifths that aren't here of yeah, your band. Hell yeah. Fucking douchebag. You know, now you know. <laughs> thank you for having okay, us. Yeah. You're very thank welcome. You, You're the Thanks man. for coming over. I like you guys. We like you too. And, we like uh, you. I don't know. I have nothing else to say. That's it. Cool. Cool. <laughs> cool. All right. And uh, we are done. And scene. Perfect. Nice. <laughs>